It's just a bunch of witty banter. It's my papa. Hey, I'll have a quip. You'll have a quip. We'll both have a quip. It's just cadows. Welcome back to another amazing episode of Witty Banter. My name is Max. With me today, as per usual, Chase. How are you today, sir? Pretty good, man. Sounds like you just rolled out of bed. What's going on over there? What's wrong with that? Why is that so bad? What's why you do you have a sleepy demeanor, don't you? I like to be as relaxed as possible whenever I am on the mic. I don't want people to think, you know, I'm just some pompous asshole trying to shoot out my ideas. I just want this to be a casual conversation between a couple of buddies. I mean, when we first started the show, I remember Hunter was very particular about his outward expression with his voice. Yeah. But I feel like even though he might have wanted to change it, he's always just been the straight shooter Hunter. He always sounds... Sounds good. Just sounds like himself. Well, he's just, well, yeah. What's so bad about sounding like yourself? I don't know. I try, I try to tell him. He's a straightforward guy. Absolutely. Uh, and he is, you know, he's being himself somewhere else right now, of course. It is still just the two lone amigos here on the podcast. Uh, this is episode 138, 139, 138, 139. 139. That's 139. the third week in a row you've gotten that wrong. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, if I'm not here to read it off the top of the screen from Hunter's computer, then I don't know, most likely. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Yeah, of course. Uh, but we're here today just kind of holding it down, a few little things to discuss, some more very important uh, things have come up in the FGC um, yep. that we're going to be discussing quite a bit. But before we get into that, you're sipping just straight out of the can, man. What's yeah, going dude, on over I'm, there? Um, I enjoy drinking beer out of a can. If I have the choice between going can and bottle, can is not e- – like it's 100% the answer, right? Yeah, really? Why? Is it because it brings back fond memories of you shotgunning beers uh, – in Riley's backyard, I mean, with our no, football I was never very bros. good at shotgunning. First of all, I hated. I'm a very wussy kind of guy, and I hated <laughs> the prospect <laughs> of me potentially like cutting up my fingers while I was punching holes in the can. I didn't that re- that's that what shit. it was. I thought it was like yeah. the social anxiety of like, there's no fucking way I'm going to be able to chug this whole ice cold beer. As long like as I can come people. in in the average, you know. I yeah, like just yeah, get muddled in with the rest of them. Right, you know? I nobody's let really someone looking else at just you. take it away, and as long as somebody's I shining, yeah, then I'm, then I'm <laughs> somebody's sad. puking, and you're just with the other four guys in the middle there. Yeah, we were like, oh, do we are we done yet? Are we did it? Yet? But yeah, no, I I agree with the same sentiment. Uh, there's for some reason like like anywhere I go at a restaurant, it's totally kosher for them to bring you a bottle right and you can drink straight out of the bottle right if you're at like a bar or something like that yeah. but they'll always pour a canned drink into a glass because they think that that's not cool to just hand somebody a there's can of brew there's just more for your lips to grab onto with the bottle you either have to like kind of kiss up to it or you're going to be sucking the whole thing and that's not a good look and with the can <laughs> yeah. you can just yeah. go up there and you, you get the proper the can. amount of yeah. lippage you know Absolutely, just the bottom row, and it pours it gently into your into yeah, your I crevice. Mean, it's a fucking win-win. I don't understand the argument, but I'm drinking the Modern Times Fruitlands again. I've already had this beer, and I just wanted something to drink for the show. I've got yeah. a Japanese whiskey that we brought home that you can't get in the states, but it's not open yet, and I'm not going to open it without Darian being here or like enjoying yeah. it with me. So uh, we have to just that'd wait. be kind of fun. Yeah, we have to wait on that. Um, that's okay. So that's that's coming down in the pipeline. No, oh, that's okay. That's okay. I'm again drinking a little bit of Four Roses bourbon, of course, just sipping. 
now hanging out with the crew. When you when we I went and visited you over the break, uh-huh. I was very happy. That, I was ex- I was stoked that you had four roses at home and you wanted to yeah. drink it. Um, before I had come by, had you already kind of ripped into that bottle? Yeah, I was probably like halfway through it before you got in there. And so the it's so it's a fantastic whiskey. It's a famous whiskey, whiskey for how good it is. Are you a whiskey mm-hmm. person, or is it more just like I have a great whiskey in the house, so I drink it every once in a while? It's like so. I I have a few whiskeys in the house, right? I have three. Wow. Uh, one is a one's like a ugh, I forget the name of one, but it's just a very like run of the mill whiskey, mm-hmm. harsh burn on it. Yeah. The other one is an Irish whiskey, which for some reason every time I'm like, I want to make an Irish coffee, I got to use my Irish whiskey, <laughs> even though I probably would not tell the difference if I was doing either one. <laughs> and then when you have those three, and then also four roses, I'm not going to grab one of the other two if I'm going to be sipping on it, yeah. right? That's fair. Yeah, so I'm pretty much just sipping on that one. Yeah. Well, no, it's. I mean, I think it's cool that you're uh, drinking whiskey neat because now next time, in fact, probably when we meet up for Evo, we can pro- mm-hmm. we can split a bottle of something, man, and get 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 hammered. I mean, last year at Evo was fun when we partied. I ended up having like two liters of beer at Bangers, and that's like that's prime time level of drunk for Chase. It's, it's like I hope that we have a similar setup to that this year. Because of the fact that we could just walk on down yeah. to bangers down the road, get sloshed, eat some delicious, uh, you know, brats, yep. and then head on back up to the place, watch some Evo. And it was, yeah, it was a great little setup there. Well, so I've already started the planning process, and I, I like to get those details right. So we're going to make sure that this year is fucking good. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Evo does seem to be checking to make sure <laughs> that this lineup is good, which is something that we're going to be talking about a little bit. So without you know further ado, let's go ahead and jump on into the news here. This is Witty Bam. Beep, 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 beep. So on the topic of Evo. Oh, you're not going to beep, dude? The, oh, beep, 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 boop, boop. Sorry about that. that. Hold on real quick. Yeah, of Max, course. Before yeah, we get to Evo, um, yeah. You and I have been playing Dragon Ball Fighters. Of course, we're super course. stoked on it. And we have a question that I want to kick the episode off with that comes from Dooney Ray because we didn't talk about this in the last episode. I thought it was honestly kind of funny. He wants to know right now, what is your current DBFZ team? Have you swapped out characters already? And if so, why? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've already gone through the, the mental obstacle course that is picking a team from literally some of my favorite characters of my entire childhood. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, when I when the game was uh, before it was released and I saw all the trailers for all the characters, I was sold on the final three for sure. (laughs) I loved Goku Black. I loved all of his moves. I loved Beerus. Yeah, a lot. And uh, there was one other person. The last one. Android 21. Yeah, I didn't really care about Android 21. Not not Harris. Oh, a hit. It was hit black and beerus and when i was getting into the game i was like i'm probably just gonna main those characters yeah and i uh, went into that and pretty much like everybody else who's picked up dragon ball fighters and played hit they were like what the fuck is going yeah, on exactly who is this because hit is one of the most like out of place feeling characters in that entire roster in an entire roster that i think sometimes gets panned for being a little bit samey across the board in the way that people play yeah he's a pretty good deterrent to uh tell people that that's not the case. And I really wasn't feeling him right off the bat, but I did really like Goku Black, and I did really like Beerus mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and then from there, it just became... It was like I, I picked up those two. Then I also really liked Kid Boo, and I really liked Android 18 a lot. But the problem was is that one of the most famous like fighting game players of all time, yep. Sonic Fox, is maining three of those characters. Yep. So I was like, I don't know if I can really be the dude who mains the same team 
as the best player in the fucking world. Whatever, man. I feel like so half the sure cast is getting an absurd amount of attention right now. Like, well, I pretty much see yeah, the they, same six to eight people on most streams. Oh, really? You think so? Yeah, like, who do you think are the six most popular played characters? Uh, I think 16, 18, yeah. Cell yeah. is up there. Um, I see Goku Black, I'd say, is up uh, there. quite a bit, and then, like, Goku Black, yeah. Yeah, I can see that but as well. But my team right now, I'm rocking Frieza and double Vegeta's, but I'm thinking that it's actually not going to work out anymore. And I'm in a bit of a conundrum because v- Super Saiyan Vegeta has, like, one of the best assists in the game. Yeah. But Goku, I mean, Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta has, like, insane damage output, and his combos look super sick, but his assist yeah. sucks. And yeah. their their uh, supers don't interact with each other very well when you're doing like delayed hyper combos. So I'm gonna have to figure yeah. out like who to take out. But dude, I'm telling you what, I have won multiple games online doing a reverse OCV with Frieza. Yeah, yeah, Frieza is. I mean, you should not take him off of anchor because Frieza is definitely a solid anchor to yeah. play for sure. I find it like on that note, dude. Like sparking seems a little bit crazy to me. And the more and more people find out about like what sparking actually does to your character, mm-hmm. it seems a pretty like, I don't know, absurd. First off, you get some ridiculous amount of like life management. Like you pretty much can't die. Sometimes there's times when I have somebody on the brink of death and yep. level three them, but like the duration of the super prevents them from actually being killed. Right. Which drives me up a wall, of course. And then you are like, advantageous on super dash like always but you're also right in their face like you can cancel into a button after you super dash in on somebody Mm. which is extreme because you automatically put yourself into somebody in some sort of high low mix-up and your damage is incredibly like get through the roof as well and then on top of all of that if you happen to be supering uh if you happen to sparking while you have another assist out, your assist will always regenerate even if you're mid after you use it into a combo. Holy hell. So if you extend your like combos long enough, you can actually use your assist again. Oh my god. Which is like insane, right? Not that people tend to use sparking before they're on their last character, but still right. it's like with all that it seems to be pretty crazy. Well, but yeah, no, I, I like your team, man. I like your setup. I like the I, I like how you're owning the double Vegetas. I hope you try to make I that. I thought work. it was a cool gimmick, but I didn't really get much traction with basically anybody else that I told about my team. They're every like through like our group chat and even people in QA. They're like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh man, I wanted it to be kind of punchy and cool, but I don't know if it the is two Vegetas. Yeah. No. Anyway, I wanted to get the little mean, DBFZ update there. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, which DBFZ will be. At Evo this year, which is great news, man. Mm-hmm. That's going to be awesome. Uh, the whole Evo lineup did just come out. Um, there's let's let's go through all of it, right? You got Street Fighter Five, of course. It's going to be the headliner. You got DBFZ right behind that. Uh, then right behind that, you've got Tekken Seven, and then you've got Guilty Gear on Sunday, which I thought you'd be pretty excited about. Absolutely, too as well. man. So that's that's all the Sunday games, right? In order. That's the Sunday games, which is in crazy order, that DBFZ is the it's the tournament before the main show. You think so? Yeah, I, I mean, thought that, ma- that. I mean, yeah, I, I, I definitely expected that when yeah, this came I out. Just, I, if you look back, I think I said that there will be some tournaments who probably have DBFZ headlining over Street Fighter this I'm year. I'm still waiting for those. We'll see if that happens. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But um, yeah, when I when Guilty Gear got released for Sunday, of course we've got uh, the balance patch for Guilty Gear is coming out in March too as well. Are you going to be keeping up with Guilty Gear as time goes on? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of have like a regular. There's going to be a rotation of off games that I play, uh, and that one will continue to be one of them. 
I probably yeah. won't play it as much as I used to, but I still want to keep yeah, playing of it. Course. Um, and then the rest of the whole lineup came out as well. We've got both of the Smashes are still in there. We've got Smash Wii U, Smash Melee, because it's one of the strongest communities out right now. We've got Blaze Blue Tag Battle. Yeah. Which is going to be in there, which I thought was a curious choice, especially since the new Blaze Blue stuff is also coming out. So it was. I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird for them to put that one in instead of just straight up Blaze Blue. Plus, Blaze Blue Tag's not even out yet. Yeah, so. exactly. It's not even out. But was this this yeah. was done by fan vote, wasn't it? No. This is all decisions made by Mr. Wizard and parties involved of Evo. He yeah. didn't vote a game in, no. And I did see like a good thread today about how much contracts and business affects who gets like what uh, games are played in term- tournament. Like. Mm-hmm. You can't just put on like a, a a an event that makes money and not ask the stakeholders of the owners of this game if you can use their game, you know. And yeah. it may be the case that maybe maybe uh, Arc System Works said no, like we don't want you to use Blaze Blue. We want to promote a new game, and it's going to be cross tag battle. You know? Oh yeah, like why they would put that in there instead? Yeah, I mean it is very possible. I mean I'm not like. I guess I said I was shocked, but I'm not like too terribly shocked by the idea. I think it's a little bit more interesting because while Blaz Blue and uh, Guilty Gear are very different games, they do tend to like run in the same wheelhouse of styles. Yeah, and I think that tag might kind of break that a little bit more than the other Blaze Blue would. I was at least from like the layman's eye. Yeah, and I was interested in, in Blaze Blue um, recently, but then I watched Top Eight for Evo Japan, and I was like, nah, I don't want to play this game. I don't really like the way that this looks and um i'll be interested to watch tag battle but blaze blue is a crazy game i mean it's it's fucking incredibly like the the character each character will have insane gimmicks it's almost like every character is playing a different game at some points it's it's nuts um no i agree anyway yeah and then the last game is injustice 2 which is cool i mean that's definitely a very different game from the rest of the whole roster there and plus the ninja turtles just came out which i don't know if you've seen they any of the trailers so for but they look fucking good dude awesome dude that looks so <laughs> fucking great yeah the amount of uh, care and detail that goes into the dlc in those games is fucking absurd oh absolutely uh, but that's it. That's the whole eight. And uh, speaking about care and detail that goes into games and how that might make it a little bit more influential yeah. is there. The obvious elephant in the room is that Marvel is missing from the Evo lineup, which is pretty insane. This is like going to be the first Evo in like 15 years that will not have any form of Marvel at it, at least wow. in like the main setup of games. Right. Yeah. It's been there since the beginning, man. I mean, I. Maybe not in the very first Evo, but I think it was like two or three Evos into it. It was a game in the main lineup, and then it just had never left some form of Marvel. I think the only other one like that is uh, Street Fighter. Yeah, so So were you surprised by that? No, not necessarily. Well, I don't know. I was and I wasn't. Um, I, like, in general, the idea of taking out Marvel seemed kind of like a bad idea, especially since last year it umvc3 wasn't going to be put into it and then they had the whole like let's let the fans decide and like an overwhelming amount of fans came out and supported the game and then made it one of like the best years for umvc3 uh when it came out so but mr wizard the head of evo has been like consistently shit talking marvel really on twitter all the time which i think is pretty unprofessional and i think that it's you do definitely want to keep a more neutral base. So I wasn't surprised given the fact that he is the one who makes the ultimate decision on what games get into Evo. 
that being said, man, I mean, the numbers are not great. I mean, I wish I had them in front of me to kind of quote, but like definitely the, I know that the PC numbers were like abysmally low as far as players playing at one time. It's yeah. like 40 or something ridiculous like that. Right. And then I'm sure PS4 is much better, but given all the, the negativity that surrounds the game, while it is like a very loud vocal minority, it's not like undeserving. I think sure. that the game looks fucking terrible. Yep. I think that it's not very well supported or doesn't feel like it's very well supported by Capcom in general, given yeah. some of the other IPs that are getting all this like luxurious treatment. And uh, But within it is a very amazing and incredibly fun fighting game mechanics. So yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's I, just kind of like, crazy because they were a game that said, we're going to try to make things more accessible and we're going to remove a character. It's just two-on-two two now. But Dragon Ball Fighters yeah. was like... Nah, fuck that. Here's a three-on-three game that is super accessible, right? And they mm -hmm. kind of just ate their lunch. And watching yeah, the reactions to the lineups was interesting because now I follow a lot of FGC people on Twitter, and it very much was people from all different types of scenes sort of reacting to their game being in, not being in, and trying to talk to each other about how you should react when your game isn't in. And I think it was kind of a tumultuous mm -hmm. moment for a lot of different communities. Um, and there was... One person who was like, I'm going to be like straight up honest. And I, this is someone who, and this isn't me talking, I'm paraphrasing from this guy on Twitter who was like, I'm a huge Marvel fan. It's always been my community, but I have to be like real. Capcom did not do us right by the last game. It's not, yeah. it didn't have the heart. Um, and I, I, it's hard to deny that, you know? Yeah, no, I agree too. Uh, that being, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like a, your own opinion of like self-respect, right? And you're that like you're that caught off guard by your game not being in. But what you should really be kind of looking at is like, obviously, the game that you love and support is not being supported enough by your developer and your community as enough. Like it's not you're you weren't given enough. It's not like your fault yeah. as a Marvel player that your game's not in. It's the fault of the developer, honestly, at this point. Um, on top of that, you know, Street Fighter Five while it's always been in Evo, obviously had a very rough launch as well. Like people really did not take to the game that fast. And for a while was getting like really like shit on by a majority of the community. Mm -hmm. And with like multiple updates, uh, maybe not to like the graphics and stuff, but updates to the system and the UI and the online and stuff like that. The game is really turned around as being a more well-liked and well-received game, at least at this point. Um, and I think that dude, honestly, like Marvel might be a few patches and graphical updates away from being from gaining more relevance again. Like I don't think they should just start from scratch. I think that they do have a good idea on their hand, but like releasing an ultimate Marvel Infinite might be might could definitely bring the game back and could make it into Evo next year. I don't think that this is a permanent mark for Marvel. Yeah, I mean it's it's possible. I do think it would need a full on launch, like a, a an updated game. I don't think patching yeah. is going to cause enough buzz to get people back in there. But True. now I just sort of want to talk to you like you've got Dragon Ball Fighters, an assist driven game um, with an anime system. Is there room for both of these games? And w so let, let's, and let's, let's also throw in some numbers now. We have a couple of news stories to dot this conversation with. Marvel vs. Capcom yeah. put out a, pa a press release, Capcom did, talking about sales. It sold a million copies since its release in September, which is a million copies under its projected uh, total number of sales. And then we also got word that within the first week of DBFZ 
launch and get sold two million copies. So this game is yeah. exploding. It came DBFC came out of the canon full there's full blaze, right? Um, yeah. what it's hard for me to uh, remove my own optimism and my own wishful thinking and wanting this game to be a mainstay of competitive play for the next several years, but is it on track for that right now? Dragon Ball Fighters? Yeah. Or Dragon Ball Fighters? I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't be. I mean, what like you look at the you look at the mainstream public and obviously people are buying the game and playing it to have fun, right? And then on top of that you have it's developed one of the strongest and largest competitive communities, you know, because you're taking figureheads from every, you know, every little spot in the FGC are all kind of coming together and playing this game and, and enjoying it and having nothing but positive thoughts to say about it. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't be on track to become a mainstay in the FGC from now on. I mean, I think that people assumed that when the game was announced, yeah, you know, that this is going to be a revolutionary fighting game for that matter, the game is going to change things down the line. It's going to bring different types of people together, different types of players together and help you answer questions about like, you know, more competitive fighting game players and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't be on the idea that like having Dragon Ball fighters and MVCI in the same tournament. I mean, I think that's totally okay. Even if they were more, even if they were like similar games, because one, I don't think that they are. MVCI yeah. has changed drastically from what UMV33 was. It's not an assist-driven game. It's just a multiple like character game. And then two, even if they were similar, like there's really that's totally okay. I mean, look at the fact that there's two Smash. I was literally about to say, I was like, it's a thing. stupid yeah. fucking question because we literally have two Smash Brothers games at Evo. So clearly, and, yeah, it's and on top of that, possible. two of the most entered fucking games. Like those are the two most popular games in the fucking lineup, right? So I think it's totally fine. I think there's totally a place for both of them to be in there. I just think that MBCI has to kind of get its fucking shit together. So Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Well, I think to sort of round out the Evo talk, I just want to mention that we have three Arc System Works games in Evo yeah, right now. That's great. And for the first yeah. time, I think, since um, Evo has been running, we only have a single Capcom game, which is Street Fighter. Uh, and mm-hmm. I just want to talk to you about Arc System Works and like this sort of... I think they've kind of put themselves on top of the mountain right now. Like, I think Street Fighter will always be the name that is the most famous, right? Yeah, definitely. I think it's a property. It's made over billion. Like, I think it's made like four billion dollars or some shit in its lifetime, which is insanity. Uh, And I think (laughs) it's always going to have that spot as the number one, right? It's going to have that prestige. But there's something about Arc System Works right now where I think people are sort of waking up and recognizing. Or maybe those who didn't understand before that, like, these guys are some of not only the best fighting game makers, but one of the best AAA developers and one of the best video game developers in the industry. And to be earning that reputation through fighting games, I think, is something special. And to see the, um, the range of fighters that they create where you have, like, Blaze Blue, which is, like, a fucking just insanely gimmicky complex anime game to guilty gear which is like i think an incredibly balanced hardcore very difficult one-on-one um or just more like systemic fighting game and then now they have this like anyone can play easy to pick up hard to master assist driven game with one of the greatest ips in the world like i just can't believe 
the dominance we seem seem to be like witnessing with them. No, absolutely. I think it's rightful. I mean, before DBFZ, I think people still looked at Arc System Works as being one of the best fighting game like developers, right? Like I think that they were they had a well-renowned fighting game system that they had on their hands. Uh, there are others that were comparable and kind of shared the same like idea, like the creators of Skullgirls and some of these other more like indie titles, right? Or like Killer Instinct also has a fairly well-known uh, developers as well. Um, and I think that this is deserving. I think that they put in hard work for so long working with titles that I think just from looking at them will just never be as uh, approachable in any regard as things like Street Fighter and Killer Instinct and Tekken and stuff like that because they don't have that sort of namestay. Like if you show Guilty Gear to somebody who's not necessarily that interested in anime or fighting games in general, it's going to be hard to, for them to find something to latch onto. Yeah. Uh, like you would be for Tekken or the name Street Fighter or something like that, and Blaze Blue even more so. So I think giving them this, giving them an IP that lets people who just who are just going there, who might just be going there for the IP, and then them experiencing firsthand how like amazing the things that they develop, the mechanics that they develop are, is a beautiful thing. And I think it's rightful, and I'm glad that they have all three games. And I think that. While I do look at Blaze Blue Tag as like kind of an interesting choice for Evo, I'm glad that they have three, and I think they deserve to have three in there. So yeah, absolutely, and yeah. you're right. I mean, their games are harder to digest, they're harder to understand, and they're harder to play. But that's also, I think, why I respect them so much is because they do sort of create. I think they create the games that have the most depth as well. You know. Yeah, um, most definitely, most definitely. So yeah, I mean, just a last quick bit of news about Dragon Ball Fighters off of the news of them selling two million. It is the fastest. It's already the best-selling Dragon Ball uh, Dragon Ball Z game in history. Oh yeah, which I think is awesome news because it had surprisingly some pretty stiff composition or er, composition uh, competition with it because things like Xenoverse and some of the Budokai series and stuff were very, very, very popular. Yeah, just dude. as video games, like hugely popular, and had like huge followings, like forums and things dedicated to these games. So when I saw that it was the best-selling ever, I mean. That just, you know, made my heart swell, of course, yeah. because one, I love Dragon Ball Z and one, I love fighting games. So it's awesome that they're bringing all these people in. It's so legitimizing, man. And I wonder how that's going to affect. I wonder how these sales are going to affect their plans with the game. You know, like I'm sure they had maybe a good idea that it was going to be somewhat successful, but to have it sort of blown out of the water, I'm sure they're kind of redrawing their roadmaps and increasing the resources that are going to go towards it. And that only means more support and our system works isn't stupid. They understand how important I think the fighting game community is. I'm sure they know how important it is to have your game at Evo. So I'm sure they're going to keep fighting to make it relevant there. Yeah. Uh, and I hope that they, they keep fighting that fight. And um, I think it would be amazing if there was a year where I just, I just can't see street fighter not being the main, um, the main show at Evo ever, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I don't think, yeah, right. Well, I don't think it ever will be like that because one, like Street Fighter is a staple name and like the staple name of fighting games. Mm -hmm. And also, given the fact that there's also a Capcom Pro Tour that's going around at the yeah. same time, every Capcom Pro Tour event will be headlined with a Street Fighter Five game. Exactly. At least on the like a Pro Series or whatever they call like the, you know, very special tournaments that they CPT. run. So there's no way that Evo won't be. But that being yeah, CPT. Um, 
But that's, I don't think that will be the same with every tournament. If it's not a Capcom Pro Tour sponsored event, or yeah. if it's just like a, uh, not a premiere, that's what I was trying to say. If it's not a premiere event, then it's very likely that uh, DBFC has the wherewithal to be the headliner. Yeah. Because I'm sure it'll get the entrance. I would like to see that. I'm excited to find out if uh, more people end up entering DBFC than Street Fighter. Yeah, that'll be a possible. good barometer. And then, you know, I don't really know much about the Japan pro scene. It would be cool to kind of get into that maybe through doing the show now, but... Um, I don't like so I don't know how often there are tournaments in Japan that aren't broadcast to the U.S. What the prize money is there, and and if there are tournaments that we don't know about, what influence DBFC could potentially have there. But yeah, dude, I really do think it is drawing a bunch of different communities together, like you mentioned. I hope it does so yeah. in ways that we don't expect. Like right now, I think we see the biggest names from these communities playing the game because they're the biggest names. But I really hope we yeah. start seeing some kind of like random under the radar players from maybe like from from maybe a game like that's that's super obscure come in and just fucking tear it up you know yeah right get some fucking rival school players or some yeah. fucking unio players coming in and dominating the scene totally. so yeah no i hope so too oh man let's go ahead and let's take a break wait wait, wait. <laughs> come I got on one back more thing. oh one more thing, of course. Evo isn't the only fighting game tournament there is. Um, oh, and yes, then if you follow Ultra David on Twitter, who is a commentator for basically any major Street Fighter tournament, he put together a nice uh, upcoming list of the fighting game tournaments for this first half of the calendar year. And I just wanted to go through them really quickly. So if you're a fighting game okay. fan and you got a pen and paper or you want to sort of be aware of what's coming up, here it is. So on February 10th, we've got an event called Strong Style. On the 23rd of February, Winter Brawl. Then on the 24th, there is Central California Standoff, which leads into March 16th, which is Final Round. I always enjoy Final Rounds. Those are usually Street Fighter-driven uh, well, the first. Uh, it's the first event of the Capcom Pro Tour. Yeah, Final which round is, is going to so be awesome to that's watch. That's very important. Yeah. Uh, March 30th, NCR. And then also on March 30th, Anime Ascension, which I have really taken to start to like as I've sort of realized that I do like these more anime-driven games. They... To me, that's like when all of the niche players who play games with tiny communities but who are masters of those games, that's when they get together yeah. and, and throw it down. Um, May 4th, you have Texas Showdown, which I'm sure that you'll be trying to hit up again. I will be there. I'm already uh, registered for three games. so Very cool. I'll be there. And then I'm going to jump to May 25th, which is Combo Breaker, always a good one, which I believe is in oh, Chicago. Dude. Yes. I might try to make it out to that one as well because we have a friend who lives up there, and that's a very cool yeah. So like one of the most renowned fucking tournaments. Go ahead so. up our boy. And then June 1st, DreamHack Austin, June 22nd, CEO. Always like watching CEO because that's where Tokido finally beat uh, Infiltration the first year that uh, Street Fighter was out. It was a great, oh, yeah. great set. That was very fun. Uh, and that then what's awesome, kind of crazy yeah. is Evo this year is, I think, August like 3rd through the 5th. It's a little bit later in the year than usual. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. So it's going to be a little bit later in. But I think that's all right. No, nothing a few weeks will throw me off too much, so I think we'll be all good on that. Sure thing. So, yeah, man, if you're a fan of fighting games, if you like if you like DBFZ, man, it'll be at all of these events, so right? Nice. Like every single one of these will have showings of some of the best players, and you'll be able to find some player there who maybe plays some of your characters, which is, you know, or just people who play in a certain way that you really like, and then you'll end up following them, and you'll kind of probably catch the buzz and see what everybody's talking about and why people are so passionate about this scene. Absolutely. So. Definitely. So uh, after that, let's just go ahead and take a little bit of a break, and then we'll come on back, go into some emails, and maybe some other junk. All righty. 
If you want to keep up with the show after the microphones have turned off, be sure to follow us on social media by searching Witty Banter Show on Twitter and Instagram and liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Witty Banter Podcast. Want to steer the conversation or be a part of the show? Just go on down to wittybantershow.com and leave us a suggestion for a beer or a question for us to answer on the show. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support the cause, head on over to iTunes and leave a review and feel free to share it with your friends. Let's get back to it. And we're back, man. So, you've been sipping on that beer a little bit. And you've had it on the show before. Yeah. You like this one? Still right? good. You said it was a... What What was the name of it again? The Fruitlands. With Why is it called the Fruitlands? So, it's a passion fruit <laughs> pilsner malted wheat sour ale. That's like... Just sounds like a whole bunch of gobbledygook to put into a beer man it's fantastic you, you like it tastes it? really good really? it's funky but it's also got that sour tinge and uh, the fruit is very bright i, I really like this one modern yeah, times right is on. a great brewery they're extremely popular here in san diego they're from san diego yeah man uh speaking of you being in san diego are you going to be able to go out to like so are you going to try to make it out to any tournaments out in the area i would i mean i don't know about California? any of them if you know about them tell me because yeah i will go it's got to be close to, I mean, SCR or NCR has got to be somewhere close. I mean, North I forget Cal, which half. It's like six hours away usually. So what about SoCal? I mean, that's probably in L.A. I think there's actually a pretty big, like, arcade in L.A., and L.A.'s like a two-hour drive. Oh, right on. Three Might be a little bit too far, but still, I forget how big California is. It's pretty ridiculous. That's yeah, fucking so. massive, dude. Yeah, unbelievable. Have you been having a lot of success online with DBFZ? So I think like? my record on ranked is I think I've played like 84 games and I've won like 57 of them or something like that. So yeah. it's pretty decent. I have a pretty good record. I'm trying not to like be worried about maintaining it. I, re I really, I really want to be the person that just has like a thousand games played because I just feel like that's going to be the best way to learn the game. Um, yeah, I mean I'm I'm running into issues where. There are just moments where I commit to pressing buttons, and the second I do that, I'm not paying attention to what my opponent's doing, and then I will get hit by their buttons. It's very frustrating, but <laughs> if I would just slow down, I could probably recognize that instead I could be throwing key, key blasts or something like that. Key blasts yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I understand. Dude, this game, I don't know why. Like, I used to think that I get salty. You know, yeah. I used to be like, Max, you, you, you get too angry at fighting games. You know, you should really take it down a lot, look a little bit more objectively. And I think I went into DBFZ thinking, like, you know what? I'm going to take my time. I'm going to learn the game. I'm not gonna, and I'm not going to get mad. Right. And then about 20 games in the ranked, totally. I'm, like, borderline throwing my fight stick out of the fucking window. I'm getting so fucking angry. And I don't know what I expect from myself because, <laughs> like, I'm looking at it and I know it's my fault. You yeah. know, it's like I, like tipped over a glass of milk or something. It was like, God damn it. <laughs> Why was this milk on the counter? You know, yeah. like shit like that, like being that guy. And I don't want to be that guy. That's fucked up because I know I got problems. I know. I know I, I need to adjust. This I shit. always preach like I'm a paragon of virtue about how you don't want to have like a mentality to win and all that. But it creeps up like I want to win when I play and I, I do try to suppress it. And there's something about playing ranked mode where it's like it's counting your wins that you really start to buckle down on that but I'm, I'm really trying to get rid of it because um, there's been there's been like a morning where I found myself getting heated up and I was like I cannot let this become Street Fighter 
Like Street Fighter <laughs> ruined some of my days because I had a bad time in the morning, and I'm not gonna let that happen again. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I feel yeah. Like always, always aim to make a goal outside of winning. You yeah. know, I think that's usually the goal. Like if I, if I, even if I lost a game, if I still, you know, ended my block strings when they blocked with, you know, the proper heavy into key blasts into assist or something instead of just freezing up after a medium kick, then I might should consider that a win. Yeah. But unfortunately, the rank system does not consider that a win. <laughs> and it tells me otherwise uh, every time I log on and I see my own ranked. Because I'm like, I think I'm like 57 and like 90, which is a little bit far off than I want to be. Right. Because I lost, I've been losing a lot yesterday and, whew, oh boy, I was getting pretty mad. But I have started playing like better players which helps a lot me too because i think i'm also in that like ground where i know i'm getting beat by stuff that shouldn't work that's how i always like i'm not getting outplayed right which is more that's definitely more infuriating than just getting beat by somebody that you're like oh that's cool i didn't know you could do that or like that was really good i had no idea what to do there i'm gonna have to go look at that yeah exactly yeah and like there are just moments where i have been putting my stock into practicing like high damage output combos and stuff like that and also practicing combos that i think have a little bit of style and i've been landing them way more and so the things that yeah. i've been at least working on i've i've seen it come out in gameplay and so i've been satisfied there yeah no absolutely you were pulling off some swanky combos the other day oh man but and I know a bunch of people are gonna are playing the game too, which is really cool. I know that everybody over at OK Beast is playing. I know that Ben Ebig is playing. He's been emailing me a lot about getting into it, and he's like really dedicated. Man, he wants to play it. So Dude, uh, one yeah. of these days we need to get him into the Discord, get everybody in. I'm down. Yeah. And by the way, if like message, if anyone messages me on PS4, I usually don't see it because I have like all notifications turned off. So like Twitter is usually the best way to reach me. And then once we get people into the Discord, it'll be way easier. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. But let's go ahead for right now. Let's go ahead and start doing a little bit of a house cleaning here and just see what emails we got going on. All right, man. So first one comes from Dooney Ray, and I really like this question because I think we're going to have a lot to bring to the table. I think we've already almost done a discussion like this that was lost to the ether. It says, as a group, really? determine the top five 90s cartoons. Oh, man. Yeah, we did. That one episode that we had, the the lost episode yeah, between all of us, now. we did a top three of our favorite, like, childhood cartoons which were the 90s so totally i mean i like oh man it's hard to dedicate myself to them right off the bat but let's just kind of spitball let's throw them out here so in my list needs to be ed ed nettie of course i love ed ed nettie or ed ed nettie as well it it's is a classic one of cartoon. my all-time favorites watched that with my dad laughed my fucking ass off with him uh that's probably either number one or number two for me and i, I think the only cartoon and contention is spongebob spongebob it's hard to deny how hilarious and consistently hilarious through my years of growing up yeah dude. like if you go back and watch some of those episodes there's some fucking gut busters they in there it's so hard dude <laughs> <laughs> and the voice and like the voice actors were fantastic too like everything oh about, absolutely like, you could just tell there was a lot of talent there Oh, absolutely. There's so much character. Yeah, <laughs> so much talent. There was a, so much character in each one of those. Like, it just spewed out so many iconic characters that will live on forever, man, and these character archetypes that we'll know and love. Yeah. Um, 
some like my personal favorites that I throw out that I really like a lot and I talk to people a lot about as well is I'm a huge fan of Courage the Cowardly Dog. That was one of my favorite cartoons growing up. Right. I know you didn't really watch it that much, right? I watched it. I I thought it was creepy as shit. I just like loved the exposure to like adults ideas and themes and like darkness and stuff in such a way that didn't feel overwhelming, but was like just delightfully it, like as a kid, it taught me what it meant to be like delightfully scared. Right. You know, or like, <laughs> or like to, to enjoy dark themes and stuff like that. And yeah. to this day, I still watch episodes of Courage the Cowardly Dog and really am impacted by them. I love that a lot. Yeah. Um, would we be, I mean, it counts to say Dragon Ball Z, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know if it's a, how, how you want to come down with the timeline though. Right. Yeah, of course. Because I don't know if Dragon Ball Z actually started maybe in the late 80s before coming over here, but we were certainly exposed to it in the 90s. And I mean, yeah, if, if that's the case, if that's how we're going to cut it, I think we should probably list it because it's definitely a massive part of our childhood and of, even of our adult life now. So we would be remiss oh, yeah, not to. Sure. Um, the other killer that I really like a lot, uh, sticking to the themes of dark, is... The Batman original cartoon was one of my favorite shows growing up. Really? That show was incredible. Um, just as, again, like, so it it generated to me so much what Batman was. And as I grew up, I kind of figured out that, like, that's not necessarily Batman. That's, like, what was created from the cartoon. Yeah. And then what Batman kind of became because it was definitely that whole, you know, because that's what gave it the most uh, limelight. Uh, but it just had so much like swag and character and this this noir. It was like my first exposure to the noir feeling, right? And flavor, which is, and which that's is a, I think that's a pretty big a great thing flavor to pick up on, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And when you're a kid, you may not like appreciate it for that <laughs> at first, but you kind of realize that that's what you're appreciating as you grow up. So that's definitely one of my favorite. Cartoons now, were you well, a big so. fan of Hey Arnold? Um. Yeah, I mean, not. I wouldn't put it in my top five, but I I liked it. Okay, I wouldn't either. Right? But I wanted to see where you're at. Now, I think, I think what would end up occupying one of my last spots is probably Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> I also really liked Dexter's, Dexter's Laboratory. Lab. Was fucking great, dude. I watched a oh. lot of Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah, no, me too. Um, I mean, the show, of course, itself was fantastic, but I also really, really, really liked the. Uh, the like mini episodes that it showed in between, which was like either the, it was like uh, dial M for monkey or uh, oh the God. group where it was all together. It was like the, it was like a reality. It was like a reality show of like the superheroes that all lived together. Yeah. And there, do you remember that at all? I kind, like, oh, what barely. the fuck was the name of that? Oh my God. <laughs> but those, they always showed those in between the episodes of Dexter's lab for me. Right. So that's, that might be what I'm like attributing to my love for Dexter's laboratory. But those are, yeah, those are some of my favorite bits. I mean, that's, that's basically all the comedy. ones I would be willing to sort of name as, as the top. Like there were other, Nickelodeon shows like Rugrats that I didn't really watch. I didn't like Rugrats too much. I th I came yeah, around same. on Rocket Power, but it's definitely not a favorite. I didn't really I watch Doug did not too like much. Rocket Power at all. Yeah, Rocket man. Power like, was not sucked Rocket until Power I realized it was, <laughs> it was the only cartoon I hadn't seen every episode of. So I just sort of ended up watching all of it, you know. Yeah, and if you go back just like a pinch farther, of course you have like Angry Beavers and stuff like that that people really liked. 
and go back to a lot. Yeah. Um, cat dog was kind of funny, but I wouldn't put it up there. I didn't like cat dog either. I didn't like cat dog. Cat dog was, I was not, and I felt like, dude, I felt like I was on the moon or something <laughs> when I was in school and told people I didn't like cat dog. I didn't think it was funny. They thought I was just some wild. Uh, what about space person. ghost? Does that count as a nineties cartoon? <laughs> dude, it better because like as a kid, I would watch Space Ghost, yeah, and my mom would like see me watching it, be like, and my parents would see me watching it and be like, "Okay," and then we, they would like watch it with me, all right. and, like you know, really enjoy it too, and they would think it was really funny. So I think I also have fond memories of just like watching it with my parents, and yeah, every time I would talk about cartoons, my parents would always bring up Space Ghost because I'd be like, I "Oh, have you watched any I, Space Ghost?" Lately? When I first moved to the Woodlands, I was meeting Cole and his friends for the first time. They fucking loved the Brack Show. <laughs> Oh, dude, the Brack Show is hilarious. It's really funny, dude. Yeah, that show is very good as well. But I think that was like, I mean, that was getting into like early 2000s at that point. So, yeah. So I don't know if that still considers the 90s, but true. Who knows? All right. There's definitely five tops in there. Yeah, there's five in there for sure. So, yeah. next question comes from Hunter Dorset. He's dropping in, dropping by the show. Oh. Giving he us, says, hey, line. man, I'm alive. He says, hey, you knob gobblers. The numbers have been weighing down on me for about a month now, and I'm running out of steam. But I've been using a metaphor to describe my efforts for some of the assignments I've been giving. Chopping down giant fucking redwoods. He says, what do you think is the most difficult, long-winded, stress-inducing thing you've ever experienced? And did it change how you felt about yourself on the other side? <laughs> that is a... Uh Oh man! He I says mean, he signs off as "Cheers, Baby Crypto Diesel." So not only is he nicknamed diesel. himself Crypto Diesel, but he's so confident in that nickname that he's willing to put the baby. He's on willing there to too. add baby on there. I want to see it on his YouTube channel if he's really that committed. That's true. So. Ante up, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know yours for sure. Do you? Because I was having trouble thinking of one. What were you going to say? I was going to say for yours. I mean, didn't you have like a straight twenty-hour day? At your old job as a uh, producer? Yeah, I mean, the, when and we were, like, launching, we had to submit. It was a 20-hour day. And at my old job, I had, like, a long period of crunch time. But it was more, like, just taxing of the fact that I had to be there for so long and I felt like I wasn't necessary. Like, it'd be one thing yeah. if it was, like, Hunter where he's busting his ass. And it's another thing yeah. where it's, like, I'm here and just sort of working because I have to, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, um, I don't know. Does any any other thing come to your mind? I, I mean, mean, for me, it's like I I try to think, but it's either it's got to be something school related because that's definitely something that's like one of the more stress inducing things in my life. Yeah, um, I mean, there's been moments where I've like sat down related. and like literally from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. I wrote like a 16 page paper or something like that, and those was it was certainly stressful, but it wasn't very long and elongated. And there was also like when I was about to move out to San Diego and I had to come and I had to get an apartment. Um, you mm -hmm. know, like I got the job and within like a few weeks it was like, okay, I gotta go fly out to San Diego and find a place to live. That yeah. whole ordeal was very stressful as well, but I don't think it compares to what Hunter is sort of going through. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> I feel like we're, I we're in the hospital right now. Redwoods, that's for sure. Yeah. I was going to say like, we're in the hospital <laughs> and we're trying to like, tell the doctor how much pain we're in but like in the next room is hunter yeah and hunter's got like all of his bones broken right and he's like over there and he's like so how much pain are you guys in it's and like we're a like, redwood uh, fell on my fucking face yeah oh don't know <laughs> so it's hard for us to really describe so yeah i'm not really sure i held two jobs for a little while 
And that definitely gave me like an appreciation for like time organization. Really? Because I would wake up in Houston at 5.30 and then drive to my job where I had to be there at 6.30 to make coffee until 3, right? Because I was a barista in the morning. And then I would leave that job and go to my other job at 3.30 or 4 as a waiter at another restaurant. God. And I would work there, and they closed at, like, 10. That's so I would insane. close every night because I never worked a double there technically. So I was always the closer. And then I would leave there at, like, 11 and then drive all the way back home. And then, like, three of those shifts in a row, I would just be like, man, wow. <laughs> this is, How long did this you sucks. do that for? Uh, probably, like, six to eight months somewhere. God, that's and then incredible, I got dude. That's a better waiting job that I was just like, this will just be way easier. Yeah. And now I work 30 hours a week I instead think, of 80 hours a week. I think that's up there. That's a pretty good candidate. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question comes from Dunter Horset, and I really like this one. It says, if okay. price wasn't an issue and you could get an amazing slash realistic costume or cosplay, what would you get? Dunter, I'm a little oh. tipsy Horset. So, dude, like, no oh, price man. is an issue. Your number one costume choice, man. Oh, my gosh. Price is no issue man who do i want to be more than anybody fuck there's a dude who created a set of dark souls armor that when i look at it it's like it fucking hurts that i don't own it yeah and i think no i mean that's that's where my my head goes to that's where my head goes is like i want a full suit of real armor from dark souls oh yeah i think that would be fucking amazing um, absolutely. I'm in the same boat. Like, obviously my first instinct was to go to, uh, the black swordsman from berserk. Nice. who was like this fucking awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Like fucking all sorts of armor and shit. Huge ass sword, of course, which would be great. <laughs> that um, would be pretty cool. That would be great. Uh, man, I don't know. Like there's definitely, I have some like cosplay goals of my own. If I was to ever go out to like tournaments. What about whenever you and I wanted to be the plague from Hobo with a shotgun? That would be fucking, that's the answer. <laughs> Dude, that's that fucking super tight fantastic. because we're both, oh man, what are their names? What was the oh, littler plague that you were going to be? I don't know. And remember. then there was a taller one. Oh my God. Yeah, Cause gosh. there was a short stocky one and a long, yeah. uh, and a big skinny guy. Yeah. We, we need to bring to that up. back, man. When, we need to start looking into the future and when we're going to be the fucking plague again. Cause that was, those guys were awesome. Yeah. And that was like made for us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let and it's like, we... you know, it's got, you know, a little bit of extra money involved to give it a little bit more authenticity. That would have been great. Their names so. are rip and grinder. Yes. And I would be rip and you would be grinder. Totally <laughs> That's absolutely works, right. Yeah. Dude, definitely. Absolutely. That's funny that you mentioned that because, like, not more than a month ago, I got some sort of, like, I hopped on the Facebook for whatever reason, and there was, like, a nine years ago you posted <laughs> this or were tagged in this, and it was, like, a picture of the plague that you had posted yeah. or, like, had tagged me in or something, and I was like, oh, yeah, that was fucking awesome. Right on. So, right on, man. Yeah, that's the answer there for sure. All right, man. Uh, last question comes from Dooney. says, you were chosen as Earth's ambassador. Someone from another mm-hmm. planet pays a visit to Earth, and you are their host. You have to show them one video game, one city, and one common item you can buy at a gas station. If they're dissatisfied, Earth will be vaporized. What do you choose and why? Oh, shit. Well, I mean, the city's got to be pretty easy. I mean, like, well, actually, you know what? There's I don't know. There's a lot know. of good cities, dude. There's a lot of really great cities. Um, also, I'm very biased because I'm American, yeah. and I don't have a whole lot of exposure to other cities and what they bring. <laughs> 
that Ho- America hope you're not going to say Houston because I would not show them Houston. I would not show them Houston. I would actually avoid letting them know that Houston exists. <laughs> probably so brutal. Uh, I mean, I, well, my first instinct was to just go to like a city like New York City or something where it's like a mecca of cultures yeah. and all these different innovations to come out of it. Obviously, which is a pretty generic answer, but like. If I wasn't going to go that route, I would have to try to think of something that was like a spectacle of beauty. Yeah. But I can't really think of a place like that off the top of my head, at least not one that I would pick over other beautiful cities of the world. So, yeah, I mean, if if we I think New York's good because it's it's so cosmopolitan. There are so many different types of people there. And it's also just visually staggering. uh, And it does. It is home to so many just companies and ideas and people and all Mm -hmm. that food. So yeah. I think that's a good choice. Um, one video game, man. I don't know, man. Like, I would pick something that was pure, like pure aesthetic. Enjoyment. And I would do either oh, really? Tetris or Super Mario Brothers. Oh, okay. I think those I like are like. I think at. that is video games, like at their heart. And it's got to be something that you know that when you give it to this alien race, they're not just going to die off the bat. Yeah. You know, it's going to be something that they can kind of figure out and understand pretty easily. I think Tetris is a really great choice. Thank you. Because I think that it shows. It is the highest selling video game of all time. Is it really? Yeah. You want want to know what number two (laughs) is? Hold on. Let me guess. All right. Is it newer or is it older? It came out when we were in high school. Holy shit. Seriously? (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Wait, is it? um, It's not the new Grand Theft Auto, is it? No. I just knew that one break. I don't know. What is it? Um. Wii Sports. Seriously? Yeah. Wii Sports. I just didn't feel like there were enough. Well, I guess the first Wii did sell hundred million a bit. units. So a hundred million. Hundred and one million units. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like That's a so staggering much. success, dude. We're over here talking about <laughs> fucking Dragon Ball Z blowing up the fucking community with two million, a hundred million. Oh, I, well, I think uh, I think Wii Sports. Yeah, no, I think it's up there because Wii Sports came with every Wii, and that's sort of a little bit of like a, a oh, asterisk, yeah, you know. That's, but yeah, that's a big reason. But but at the that. same time, that is Wii Sports sold Wiis. Like people played Wii Sports and like I'm fucking buying this. Yeah, I mean that is true. I would bowl at somebody's house and be like, man, I gotta get one of these yeah, bad boys. Totally. Fucking tight as shit. Throw some so. bins, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the, you want to know what? Do you know what the third one is? It's even more recent than Wii Sports, and it's not uh, Grand Theft Auto. Even though Grand Theft Auto is over eighty million at this point, is it like a, is it like Breath of the Wild or something? Nah. What is it? That would no. be staggering. That would be cool. What is it? Uh, Minecraft. Ah, that makes sense. See, I would have like yeah, and I feel like that's a legitimate, more legitimate purpose than Wii Sports. Yeah. Man, I mean, like I get it that it sold Wii's, but a lot of those ones that came with them for free, there's a lot of people who probably wouldn't have invested if it right. didn't come with the Wii. Um, but Minecraft, yeah, for sure. So yeah, are you gonna you gonna go with Tetris? Yeah, Tetris for sure. Tetris, New York City, and then we gotta get one common thing common from item a, that you from can a buy gas. at a gas station. You know what? I would probably give him something like a give him like a Reese's cup or something. Dude, man. something nice. that's delicious. I was you know, thinking like, like something maybe like a Red Bull, but I think Reese's cup is better. <laughs> Red Bull, yeah. I think a Reese's cup. I'd probably hit him with a Reese's cup. Like, <laughs> hey, two beautiful things coming together, like us. You know, yeah. you can be the peanut butter to Earth. <laughs> Okay, I think that I think that makes sense. I think it would just be that. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. All right, Max, that is all the emails that we have. That's that's quite all right. We had a pretty good show here. Uh, talked about a lot of the things that we love. 
If you want to find more episodes of us, you can go ahead and go to wittybantershow.com, a full list of all of our episodes, uh, even the ones with Hunter and even the ones without me, right? Those so you exist. can pick your favorite favorite season, right? Yeah. And then talk shit your about all the mix. ones that happened before or after it, you know? You can customize your sandwich uh, any way you want it. Yeah, absolutely. If you have been listening to us and you're like, man, that guy sucks but that guy rules right. you can follow us individually of course you can follow chase at bodacious chase on twitter you can follow me at probably max if you keep hearing us talk about this hunter guy and you're like who is that i gotta you know dive into that a little bit you can go ahead you can follow him at diesel dorset right or at uh, crypto diesel i'm sorry on because he has a twitter now right did i see that right i think so he also has a Dude. normal uh, i just always got his youtube channel I know he's got his YouTube, and he might be blown, or he might be mad that I put out his information for Twitter. But yeah, I think I was he trying like to followed me or low, something man. recently, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> Hunter is on Twitter." I think I remember either that or I just dreamt it. But uh, if he's not on Twitter, of course, go to YouTube at Crypto Diesel. He's on there somewhere. Uh, and if you want to follow the show at Twitter too, as well, because you don't want to go to any other website, I get it. Uh, you can also follow the show at Witty Banter Show on Twitter as well. Uh, sure. But yeah, man, great conversations, man. I can't wait to get in some more sets and Dragon Ball Fighters, dude. Yeah, I feel like you and I are the only ones actually carrying the DBZ torch <laughs> right now, and that's so. And I also want to say real quick, I should, probably should have thrown this in at the top just so we really could put our flag in the sand. Mm -hmm. But we made a fucking conscious decision to call it DBFZ, and that is the abbreviation that is stuck. That's how the yeah. game is referenced. We did it first. You heard it here first. Oh wait, we. <laughs> Did we? Well, yes. That's you know what I was also thinking about that. We invented that. Exactly. That was us. So, yeah. Stick around for some more great ideas, and I will see you guys again next week. All right, beetle people. Beetle people. Beep, 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 beep,